Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Second Amendment Radio in the great outdoors is sponsored by Intervine. Get the best camping lanterns, flashlights, and more at intervine.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. My name is Tony Colombo. Thank you so much for joining us. I am here in studio with producer Chad Ellis and connected through the marvel of modern technology once again as we continue to practice proper social distancing is my partner Bo Matthews. Bo, are you there? Don't. Tony, I'm here. How are you, boys? I don't know if you could, how dialed in you were there right before we started the show, but one day we're going to have to just do one of the podcast exclusives where we tell behind-the-scenes stories. <laughs> the outtakes. <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't know. Could you hear what was happening or no? Yeah, was that Nickelback playing? No, that no, I, no, that definitely no, was no. not Nickelback. Yeah. It was, <laughs> that was, that was so really, nice. really funny, though. <laughs> I, Chad, Chad, Chad the producer. Yes. And then he says and he says, sorry. Like, <laughs> that was that, wasn't, that wasn't how we were gonna come into this. No. Song. Wait, just, what what just... was the song? What was the song? I can't, I couldn't even tell you. So for I people who so myself. we were just getting ready to go on the air and he and Chad starts a song that's gonna be the bumper music. And I could see that maybe he grabbed uh, the wrong song or was trying to maybe expand our musical library a little bit. And he let it play for a good 10, 15 seconds. And I'm looking at him like, he's going for it. This is what we're going to start the show with. And then he hit the last second. You could see him change his mind. He goes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. And he, he pots it down and he starts bad company. <laughs> no judgment here, though. Guys, no judgment. I mean, whatever whatever he feels is necessary for this he show to move the ball ne- down the no, road. That wasn't it. He that didn't feel it. that was necessary. I had a game plan, and at, like, at the last minute, I kind of like changed the whole thing. And That was really, you know. Yeah, that was really, really funny. Well, thank you again for tuning in and joining us for another edition of Second Amendment Radio and the great outdoors. As I mentioned, uh, we have a podcast exclusive. We release two podcasts every week of this show. The show podcast goes out on Fridays, so you can actually uh, get the show before it even airs on the radio. And then we release the podcast exclusive, which is a kind of bonus discussion that you can only hear if you get that podcast. And that goes out on Mondays. You can get both podcasts pretty much anywhere that you download podcasts. And uh, But I always tell people the best place to do it is the Radio.com app, because with the Radio.com app, you can favorite this radio station, then you can stream the station 24-7, you can rewind live radio with the Radio 
rewind feature, and you can get the podcast of this and every other show on the station, and it is all absolutely free. So that Radio.com app is basically one-stop shopping for everything here. Um, so it's a great and way. And the podcast see. exclusive, explain. I mean, we go deep. We go deep on some things yeah. and where you cannot say it over terrestrial radio. And today uh, would be a perfect example of that, Bo. <laughs> right. We are going to, a little bit later on in the show, um, we're going to talk to the sheriff of Jefferson County, Dave Marshak. And obviously there's a lot going on with law enforcement in the world right now. And we'll be able to get to, you know, good topics here on the show. But we are limited just by time and, you know, just how long we're able to have a discussion on on the show and on the radio. But on that podcast exclusive we don't have any of those time restraints, and we can really uh, dive deep, as you just mentioned, into various topics and issues. And sometimes it's, it's very light, and we're talking about fishing and hunting and camping. And sometimes it gives us a chance to expand a more uh, serious topic, like we probably will today with Sheriff Marshak. Um, so it's a it's a great podcast to listen to every week. Uh, just download both of them. It helps us out tremendously. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us as far as downloading the podcast and supporting the sponsors of the show. Um, and, uh, yeah, big thank you to uh, to everybody, everybody out there who's listening and downloading those podcasts. So that about, did I get that right, Bo? Oh, man, I think it's fantastic. And, yeah. and the more people that shared, and actually we were just uh, directed uh, by our leaders of our company to share moments. And so that's what I'm going to be listening for in this show uh, to share the links for the radio.com app because it can take you to some really good stuff mm. and uh, it's it's amazing. So that's going to be my my that's what I'm going to be listening for. There so be go. really good, Tony. Yeah, awesome. I, hey, I'll be try. Good, I'll try. And you know what the best way to be good is is to start the show the way we always start the show with our friend Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory, uh, is uh, on the line as well. Aaron, how you doing, my friend? Good, Tony. How are you guys doing? Uh, I cannot complain. So, yeah, a lot going on in this crazy world. What is happening out at Southern Armory right now? Uh, trying to keep inventory on the shelves. Mm, it okay. is still selling as if the, the COVID crisis, the pandemic, uh, where people thought, I guess, they were going to have to you know, defend themselves against their neighbors, hunt for food, etc., <laughs> um, wasn't bad enough. Uh, we have now civil unrest, which has led um, to even more uh, panic buying. Yeah. So if it couldn't get uh, any tighter in the industry, et cetera, we've, uh, we went ahead and shifted gears and left the uh, throttle smashed to the ground. Yeah, no kidding. So I think it was March, right, that was the all-time set the all-time record for most firearm sales in the country just across the board is that well, correct hold on spring did or uh, summer didn't hit yet right right well and and i remember saying after we saw those numbers in march i remember a lot of people said we'll probably never approach those numbers again because it was just this you know perfect storm of this once in a lifetime or maybe once ever type um, pandemic with the country closed down and, and so many people, you know, just kind of uncertain about uh, just the future. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And but uh, and then that started to settle down. It seemed like we were going to, you know, kind of slowly make our way back to normalcy. 
But then, you know, this, this, like you mentioned, the civil unrest for, you know, many reasons that we'll try to get into some of them with Sheriff Marshak later in the show. Uh, but, you know, the, there's just so many different factors in, in why people are once again sort of surging to the gun stores. And uh, I, I would assume, correct me if I'm wrong, that you're, that you're seeing still a, a bunch of first time uh, gun buyers because they yep. are they're, they're I don't know are they scared or are they just trying you know just want to protect themselves like what is the motivation right now? Yeah, it's it's protecting themselves just like it was you know prior. I think it was a the COVID nineteen crisis was a wake up call. Wow, I might have to hunt for myself, provide my own food. Wow, cops are not going to respond to certain calls. Okay. We're going to let people out of jail and and medium security prisons, et cetera, with the hope that they're going to come back later. Um, and then maybe I need to provide for my own security. And then now we have civil unrest. Law enforcement is still stretched thin. And now it's, you know, they're, they're wow, I, yeah, I, I really may have to protect myself and my family uh, and in some cases, you know, livelihoods, et cetera. So you are seeing this resurgence, this awakening of people going, I am my own first responder. I am responsible for myself, my family, uh, own safety. So, and, and it's always it's always been that way. If you look at um, Gonzalez versus Castlewood, uh, you know, basically the Supreme Court decision says the police do not have um, the, the duty to protect and defend you. And if you're not familiar with that case, a quick overview is this lady had a restraining order and the the police didn't enforce it uh, or failed to enforce it. And they were going to, it ended up resulting in that it was her and I think her kid uh, got killed. Uh, It's been a minute since I've looked over the case, but that's kind of the gist. You know, there was death involved from uh, the person who had the restraining or she had the restraining order against, which is her ex-husband. And then uh, the family sued the city because they did not they did not protect her. And the Supreme Court said, "No, the cops don't have a, a duty. They're not obligated to protect you." And it is it's always been that way. I think just people are starting to to wake up to that fact now that really the cops can't everywhere at once, and you have this mass chaos going on. And it's not isolated to one city like it was you know, with the Michael Brown um, case. That was just here in St. Louis, and it wasn't spilling into two into cities outside of the region too too much. Now all of a sudden you look at it, and it's wow. There's how many cities on fire right now, and and all fifty states, and it just makes the the citizen right. We're not even talking about the consumer at this point. It makes every it should make every citizen go wow. This is you know how do I protect myself. Even though, you know, we know the media, if it, if it bleeds, it leads, is going to blow things up. You know, when you go up and you actually look at Ferguson, it's only, it's not the whole city. It's just, you know, these few, few blocks. Uh, and I imagine it's like that in, in mo- multiple cities we're looking at. It's, it's really just isolated to, you know, maybe a six or eight block area. So, uh, but when you see it spread out like it is, it really draws alarm. 
Well, I, and, and you know what, Aaron and Tony and Chad, I, you know, one good thing about this show is we do talk about, of course, we talk about the, the increase in gun sales, but we always talk about safety, cleaning your gun, and getting target practice in. And I went by uh, Sharpshooters, uh, or Top Gun, Top Gun the other day along uh, the outer road of 55 in Arnold, Jefferson County, and the parking lot was full. There was a lot of people in there. And so uh, that's really the main thing. And you need to talk to people Maybe your own law enforcement, if you can, if you can get a hold of them to find out, you know, at what point is deadly force necessary? Of course, ever, anybody can be scared, uh, but we, you know, the cops can't. Like you said, uh, Aaron, you can't. They can't be everywhere, and they've got to prioritize their calls as well. Uh, so, yeah, at some point, and thank God we're in a country we can have the Second Amendment to defend ourselves. Uh, but knowing what is the right move, because nobody, I don't care who you are, nobody wants to hurt anybody or kill somebody. Uh, unless it is absolutely necessary. So you really need to do your homework on what is legal, what is right, and how you can do it effectively. Would you agree, guys? Absolutely. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, so <clears throat> W class, and those are going to be starting up here shortly. I think we've come up with a way we can we can hold these and still meet all the requirements, but more more details on that as, as time progresses. But, yeah, you need to get into a concealed carry weapon class and, where you're reviewing the statutes for use of force, and you understand that there has to be a threat of serious death or forceful felony, um, and and then write down and really commit those to memory. And then the other the other facet of this is using like our firearms training simulator, where you can get put in that situation, so you can recognize, hey, this is what a robbery looks like, this is what a burglary looks like, or arson, uh, murder, uh, or or a forceful sexual uh, act, right? So once you get into the simulator and you start seeing those, you get programmed into, I can use deadly force. And it's just not necessarily deadly force because we're big components of pepper spray at Southern Armory. Hmm. Uh, we carry a local brand right made right in Fenton uh, called Sabre. It's, it's used by law enforcement all over the United States, et cetera. It actually has been on, on a level, uh, part of these, uh, part of this unrest where they've been trying to burn the building to the ground because they provide this to law enforcement. But what they're also failing to recognize is they provide pepper spray to the commercial market, uh, as well as stun guns and flashlights and, and bear spray and, and things like that. So law enforcement, you know, does use their products, but it's, it's not necessarily, uh, the large portion of their sales when you look at the whole catalog. Right, right. So, Aaron, before we run out of time, you just touched on it um, about how you out there at Southern Armory do the CCW classes and the advanced pistol classes. I know we're getting kind of closer and closer to you opening those classes back up. For people that want to keep an eye on that calendar, uh, get information from you guys about training and also just learn about everything that you guys offer out there at Southern Armory, what is the best way to keep up with everything that's happening at the shop? Right. So uh, a couple ways you can join our newsletter by going to our website, southernarmory.com. Southernarmory.com. That's southernarmory.com. Caught us off guard. You can also go to the Facebook page, uh, Southern Armory, and updates will be there. But if you if you really want to know the hacks of the shop, the newsletter is the best way to, to, to do it. You can sign up on the website. 
You can stop into the shop, 9901 Watson Road, which is one mile east of 2744. We're happy to discuss classes with you or firearms, et cetera, see what uh, we can we can order in for you. What we already have on order seems to be what people are kind of hitting. They already kind of know what they want. Uh, it's across the board. It's every every gun store you're going to go to. All the all the customers come in and go. Well, at least you have more than the last place. Yeah. You know, what what do you mean? Um, we're working on or we're working on a solution to rectify that as well. I think it's going to work out pretty well. Uh, it just came to me one day. It was like, huh? Yeah, let's do it this way. And uh, so hopefully you'll start seeing Southern Armory filling up with guns. Um, the ammo has been actually really really steady. So if you're looking for ammunition, come in. Uh, you can always, you know, mention, hey, you're out of this when you get more, just like the guns. Yeah. But, but we're selling through, you know, Walmart left the industry. We're selling through like five cases um, a week, right, of, of nine millimeter, five to seven cases a week. That's about today. Uh, now we're selling about two, two and a half cases a day of wow. just nine millimeter. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, make sure you guys are checking them out. Uh, Southern Armory on Facebook, a great way to keep up with everything that Aaron is doing and ask questions and get information. And, of course, the website, southernarmory.com. Aaron, thanks so much for your time, sir. We'll talk to you again same time next week. Talk to you again. Bye. All right, we got to take a quick break. As I said, the sheriff of Jefferson County, Dave Marshak, going to join us a little bit later in the show. And coming up next, we're going to talk to our friends out at Osage County Guns. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to... Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Do you get a fast car? Is it fast enough so we can fly away? You gotta make a decision. Leave tonight or live and die this way. The Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis. My partner, Bo Matthews, is connected through the marvel of modern technology at his home as we continue to practice proper social distancing. As I mentioned that last segment, just a moment, we're going to talk to our friends out at Osage County Guns, one of the great sponsors of this show. Another one of the great sponsors of this show is our friends at Bluff City Outdoors in Alton, Illinois. Uh, Mark, the owner of Bluff City, going to join us on the show next week. We're going to get a chance to talk a little fishing. In fact, maybe as you are listening to this show right now, I am fishing at the Lake of the Ozarks, so hopefully I'll have <laughs> some fishing stories to tell on the show next week. And anytime we're talking about fishing, it is brought to you by Bluff City Outdoors, just across the river there in Alton, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Because they're on the banks of the Mississippi River, they specialize in big catfish gear, rods, reels, hook weights, all that stuff, but they also carry a huge selection of crappie and bass lures and just about everything else you need half my tackle boxes from bluff city so if you're going fishing bluff city has got you covered check them out at bluffcityoutdoors.com and like i said let's go ahead and get uh john and jake from osage county guns on the line always great to uh talk with the guys out there at osage how's it going fellas 
Hello, we're doing well. Still yeah. busy, so yeah, no, uh, it's supposed okay. to be the the twenty twenty status quo. <laughs> <laughs> right? No kidding. I mean, I, in in all honesty, it's it's not for like the reasons for the boom in the firearm industry are not positive reasons. But at the once we're all said and done with 2020, it's going to be an amazing thing to look back at just the numbers, the stats of how many firearms were sold and how much ammunition was sold. It's going to be uh, it's got to be right. The biggest year probably of all time for the firearm industry. Is that correct? I, I think so. Uh, I know we had some record setting months for background checks run. Uh, we're seeing, you know, near near record levels of volume. You know, our, our retail store is, is rather young, but um, I mean, each month seems to be crushing the prior, and uh, the same on the you know the internet side. Um, it's it's definitely <laughs> not what you expect for June. Um, we normally start to slow down and, and get to the point to where we play, you know, catch up for all the things that you know we couldn't do during the the busier months. And um, it's just not happening. There's, yeah, that was actually gonna. Up. That was actually gonna be my next question: is kind of is where should we be right now as far as the firearm cycle, uh, the purchasing goes? And in and you just kind of answered it. Right now is supposed to be a little bit of a of a lull, but it's that's not the case at all. Yeah, Memorial Day is kind of always uh, around Memorial Day when the weather starts to change. You you see the change in in consumer behavior and you see a big change in sales. It normally falls off and it can happen abruptly. In some of the years, you know, past, we'd see 40% drops in a week, you know, from from just regular pace. And then all of a sudden, it just feels like it's dead and you, you wonder what's going on. Um, but it's just the normal trend, and that is not happening. It's actually inverse. It's growing, uh, and Jake, you know, Jake can tell you more, um, you know, from his experience too. Well, when you when you look at some of the numbers that are out there right now, and, and you know, I don't have exact numbers, so these are these could be somewhat fabricated. But news coding <laughs> and, and the the concept is there is there's two around two million new gun owners in 2020. Wow. wow. That's so fantastic. We, we have increased almost, you know, let's round it, give or take a little bit, 2 million supposed new firearms owners uh, into the world of the Second Amendment. Um, that's, a, that's a large number, and that's a, a good amount of tax on the resources that we had, especially not planning for the chaos that ensued. Yeah. Um, it's great for the industry. It's great for business. Um Unfortunately, not under the best circumstances, but right. uh, now it's a matter of uh, providing for all of those new gun owners and, um, you know, getting yeah, out the there. safety and, and the training. Them. Exactly. Yeah. And then and just the education for all those new gun owners. Go ahead, Bo. Yeah, guys, I, I my question about the manufacturers that had to, you know, shut down production or limit production. Um, you know, since we started with the coronavirus, you know, what's that, three months ago now, um, are you seeing them getting back up to, you know, uh, production levels that you're needing or seeing uh, from the behind the scenes? Are You know, you guys are the, the front line as far as people to purchase. Are the companies informing you about, okay, now we're up to partial hours or now we're up to partial production or are they getting there? Yeah, so there were a lot of manufacturers that did shut down completely and, and have been, you know, for a long time. Um, because of that, they're still slowly getting back open. 
Um, and, you know, a lot of that count is, takes effect on where they're located. You know, companies that are ma manufacturing guns in New York are going to okay. be held, you know, differently than gun companies that are in Georgia or, you know, Texas or other places. So um, not everybody's up to full swing. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. Our industry, the norm right now is six weeks behind. Um, everything right now, if I order something today, everything's about six weeks to 120 days plus out. Um, wow. And on top of that, you know, a couple manufacturers, I deal with SIG, and they're starting to try to, you know, ask dealers to start planning for October, November now. Um, with the election coming, that's going to throw a wrench into everything, and you will have some people who will kind of hedge, and they'll they'll go kind of crazy like they did in 2016 and load up on inventory, you know, potentially expecting for, you know, a Trump loss. Um, and so that also will will be a factor in the availability of a lot of inventory. Go ahead, Bo. Uh, you know, uh, I had a friend that uh, called me yesterday and said that his truck was broken into, and they uh, they took a firearm and they took a level three jacket. Is that what it's called? Do you guys? It, it, it's okay. like a bulletproof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's level level three Kevlar. Um, and so. do, you, do you carry that stuff out there? Because and and by the way, I'm coming this weekend to see Osage. I'm I'm coming to see I, you guys. I'll be here actually, so I'll give you the grand tour. Um, okay. We, we actually have started layering in a lot of uh, stuff we never carried in the past. So that includes Kevlar. Um, so we've got some Kevlar inserts in stock right now. Those are inserts that go into bags, like like the uh, Vertex bags or book bags. Uh, we do have full uh, bulletproof vests back-ordered and the okay. same for hard, so your your steel, uh, your your um, AR-500 steel and ceramic plates, plate carriers. We're essentially going to end up having, like, a whole section of, you know, uh, self, I guess, you know, body armor kind of gear, tactical gear, tactical holsters, stuff that we've not carried in the past. Um, but we're we're actually going to make some room to have a, a pretty you know pretty sizable section uh, for all that stuff. So you'll have a, a really a, again a one stop shop uh, once once we can finally get our hands on hmm. and get it delivered here. Yeah, talking to John Dawson and Jake Fair from Osage County Guns, and I I gotta tell you that if you are one of these people that are looking to make that first gun purchase, uh, there really is no better place to go than Osage County Guns out there in Wright City. As John mentioned, it's a fairly new retail store, but they've been in the industry for a very long time, and the store is is the biggest you're going to find anywhere. Nobody has the selection, nobody has the inventory that even compares to Osage County Guns. So they have something for everyone. And uh, and uh, so if you need to make that trip out there to Wright City, of course, you can learn more on the website, OsageCountyGuns.com. And I wanted to touch on something, uh, Jake, that you were just talking about as far as all these new gun owners and needing to have that education and that training. One of the problems is, is right now, I know you guys don't offer the classes there at Osage County Guns, but even if you did, you probably wouldn't be having them right now and, and because most places that that do offer training their classes are still closed due to the due to the pandemic and and social distancing so what are you able to tell your customers and do for first time uh gun buyers that even if they want to get that training right now it, it, I, as far as i know it's not even available anywhere yet so what how how do we kind of educate these people when the classes are not available 
Well, I think the the biggest portion is is as a consumer, if you're in shopping for a second gun, a first gun, uh, your fiftieth gun, um, don't ever be afraid to ask wherever you may be. Um, obviously, we prefer you're shopping with us, but <laughs> wherever you're buying a gun, um, to ask those employees. Uh, and make sure that they're doing their due diligence to help you understand how to take the gun apart, how to fix it, uh, how to operate it. Um, and then, to, you know, there are a lot of opportunities in shooting places, both indoor ranges um, and outdoor, uh, that you can go and schedule uh, events for shooting training um, on learning how to draw from a holster and, and learning how to shoot on the move and in low lights. And, uh, and those are awesome courses to take. Um, and really get familiar with your firearm. Um, but the real best thing to do is the more you get out and shoot, the more familiar you become, the more accurate you are, the more reliable things will be. So, and can I jump in here? Can I, yeah, uh, let me jump in here about the, about the cost of ammunition. If you, let's say you have a nine millimeter, do you guys offer different grades? Uh, some that's best for you know that's a little less expensive. Uh, yeah. for target practice, you know, as long as you can get your skills up to speed and then the, the, the good stuff, or, you know, is there a, like, is there a big difference in the pricing? Yes. So you've got opportunities to have, uh, what we call FMJ, which is just ammunition. It's full metal jacket. It's just for plinking. It's for being able to punch paper or steel plates and that kind of thing. From there, you've got higher grade FMJ competition side loads, which is a little cleaner, a little more precise. Uh, a little better, and then you have hollow points, which is more of defense load, and right. you're usually, you know, you're you're a twenty to thirty dollars a box of twenty to twenty five rounds for a defense load, but you're going to be ten twelve dollars a box of fifty full metal jacket. Um, okay. So there's a big price discrepancy. The biggest thing that I'll tell new people is shoot the same grain weight that you're going to use for protection. If you're going to shoot 124 grain hollow point, which is this is all stuff that we can help consumers with, but you're better off to train with 124 grain uh, full metal jacket bullet so that they're the same weight. Because so why? Be, uh, is the uh, is the, the weapon treated, uh, does it treat differently or does it react it, differently? It reacts differently. The impulse, the, the way the gun kicks, the, the recoil is going to be the same between the two, and your point of impact will be closer to the same because the bullets weigh the same. Um, okay. And so a 115 grain won't kick near as hard as a 124 and subsequent different things. So... Um, it's, it's, I always tell people it, to break a gun in, shoot 115. If you're only ever going to target shoot, shoot 115 grain. But if you're going to carry, shoot the same, uh, try to use the same bullet weight when you can. Good stuff. And that is the kind of information and knowledge that you can gain when you are shopping out there at Osage County Guns. Once again, out there in Wright City, 6 thousand square foot retail store uh absolutely beautiful and uh, tons and tons of inventory not just on firearms and ammunition but uh, gear accessories and uh, everything else that you need to go along with that stuff is out there at osage county guns before we wrap up guys uh, for people that haven't been out there yet um what's the best way to keep up with you social media websites and of course get out there and see you in person at osage county guns yeah, definitely check us out at OsageCountyGuns.com. Uh, we are adding new inventory every single day, and uh, we've added some staff. We're still adding more staff, and uh, so we're more aggressively and, and more quickly getting inventory on our website. Uh, but you can follow us on Facebook as well. We do post sales and specials and new releases. Uh, we shoot photos and, and try to show off all the latest and greatest. So you can see all that on our Facebook page as well. 
Um, you just search for us on Facebook for yeah. Osage County Guns, and, and you'll uh, you'll land right there. And if you're out there this weekend, you might have a Bo Matthews spotting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will. Well, you live so far from me, man. I, I, I just... I, I got you're a destination for a lot of people, and you're my destination you know, and, this weekend. One other great thing is when you're heading out there, uh, it's right off, it's right on the highway, so you you can see Osage County guns clearly from the highway as you're going out there. Every time I go to and from the lake, I always like there are Osage County guns. I don't know why I get so happy, but I'm like, oh, there it is. <laughs> so it's a, it's a, once you get out there, it's a, it's easy to find. And again, OsageCountyGuns.com and Osage County Guns on Facebook to get more information as well. Uh, John Dawson, Jake. Fair from Osage County. Always great to talk with you guys. Uh, we'll talk to you again real soon. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. Thank Stay you. safe. You bet. All right. Let's take a quick break. And when we get back, we will talk to Dave Marshak, the sheriff of Jefferson County, when we get back to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Tony Colombo here in studio with producer Chad Ellis. My partner, Bo Matthews, is connected to his home. And in just a moment, uh, we are going to have the sheriff of Jefferson County back with us on the show. Sheriff Dave Marshak is going to be joining us in just a minute. And he is going to be sticking around for the podcast exclusive discussion. Don't forget, we put out two podcasts of this show every week. Uh, you can get them just about anywhere you get podcasts. But I always recommend the radio.com app because it's free and it's basically one-stop shopping for everything here at the radio station. We put out the show podcast on Friday and the podcast exclusive on Monday and in that podcast exclusive uh, you get a uh, discussion and you get uh, we, we get it, we, we're, we're able to kind of get a little bit deeper on some topics uh, and, and spend a little more time on them than we're able to do here on the show so really looking forward to talking to Sheriff Marshak not only here momentarily on the show but of course on that uh, podcast exclusive as well. Also wanted to quickly remind you about our friends at Intervine. Intervine.com. Still two amazing offers happening right now at Intervine. You can send them an email to VIP at Intervine.com and get a free lantern and free batteries for that lantern. And you can take advantage of 50% off everything. All the flashlights, lanterns, headlamps, batteries, everything in Intervine by going to Intervine.com and using my name, Tony, as your discount code Again, 50% off everything. So if you are going to be out in the great outdoors anytime soon camping, uh, make sure you get all that gear from Intervine at 50% off. And, of course, anytime we're talking about the great outdoors here on Second Amendment Radio, it's brought to you by... 
That is a beautiful segue. Yeah. Razorback Armory. Boy, you just crafted it so well. Razorback Armory, your full-service firearm shop that strives to be the area's premier destination for firearms enthusiasts. Head on over in De Pere off 270, about a half a mile east of 270 on Manchester Road. Look for the word tennis because they're right next to a tennis store. Online, you'll find them at RazorbackArmory.com. Tell them Bo sent you. There you go. And now let's go ahead and get Sheriff Dave Marshak on the line. Sheriff, always great to, to chat with you, my friend. How's it going? Welcome. Good. It's good to hear from you guys and uh, glad to be on your show. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, again, thank you for joining us here on the show and, and sticking around for the podcast exclusive. I highly recommend folks uh, download that podcast exclusive uh, this week and every week um, as we get into some of these serious topics. I mentioned earlier in the show that podcast exclusive, if you download it every week, you never know what you're going to get. Sometimes it's a lot of fun stuff, silly stuff. Um, sometimes we're talking camping, sometimes we're talking hunting, sometimes we're talking fishing, and this week we might have a little bit of fun, but I have a feeling uh, we're going to have a very uh, serious discussion and uh, a lot of great information on that podcast, so make sure you're checking it out. Uh, obviously, Sheriff, so many different directions that we could go with uh, the conversation today. Um, unfortunately, we are still seeing a lot of unrest in the community, um, a lot of, uh, you, you know, there's a lot about lawn enforcement in the news right now with the, the defund the police uh, idea that um, that seems to be gaining steam in some of the more liberal areas of the country. Uh, what are you guys experiencing down there in Jefferson County? How, how has this affected your community so far? Um, we're part of the larger community, right? We're part of the St. Louis region, so uh, we're aware of what's going on around us and um, I will tell you that our community uh, supports the police. They want law and order. Uh, they want a safe community where they feel uh, comfortable walking around and being part of the community. Uh, so I think the conversation of defunding the police is a little uh, concerning to uh, to our community, but I will tell them uh, I don't believe that's a concern. I've spoke with our leadership uh, in Jefferson County, and they are uh, committed to having a safe community. I think the conversation of, of defunding the police in some of these uh, liberal areas, um, you know, further solidifies uh, my argument that they don't want quality policing because they're willing to lower standards. They're willing to not hold police officers accountable. Um, it will defunding police is going to um, make things tougher on those communities because they're not going to get professional police officers. And um, a majority of a law enforcement budget uh, goes to personnel. And so if you take away personnel from a police department, you're going to have longer response times. You're going to create an environment uh, that is more dangerous for the community. Um, and I think a lot of the, the areas that really need police, and particularly some of your uh, communities that don't have money or the minority community, uh, the people that are complaining about it most really, in some sense, need the police the most. And I think if you defund a police department that's responsible for um, keeping that community safe, uh, you will really see some uh, increased levels of violence. Uh, you'll have more victims, and um, I don't know that that's the best way to go about uh, keeping your community safe. Amen to that. You know, Sheriff, and uh, in, in all, you know, uh, we are a country with the Second Amendment, and I think that's fantastic, but civilians are not trained in, you know, high, intense situations. And so that's why this is just upside down world to me. And I don't understand and I feel for your profession because you have a, a police department in Minneapolis that was a model for a great police department up until the George Floyd headlines. 
uh, there was that one bad apple. But I've said to so many people that you, why why do you have a situation like that? And now every police officer in the country is bad, according to some. Your tweet that you retweeted earlier today, doctors kill 250,000 people a year. They call them medical mistakes, but because society understands that they do a very difficult job under high pressure. I don't I don't understand why people just take one broad stroke, you know, stroke across the police department. They don't do it with military. They don't do it with plumbers or electricians. So how, how are your guys, how are your uh, troops, your men and women, uh, talking to you about these struggles that they're having? Listen, they're concerned. Now, law enforcement across the country is concerned right now. I mean, this is a, a coordinated effort by uh, – and listen, I, I don't – it's not too often. Everybody knows I'm a Republican. I'm a Republican sheriff. Uh, but it's not too – that uh, I differentiate between the uh, parties and politics. But I will tell you, uh, this is a coordinated effort from liberal media uh, to attack law enforcement. You cannot find – uh, any positive stories of law enforcement officers doing good uh, right now. So in some sense, it's demoralizing to the police officers that are out there. Uh, yeah. They're vilifying them at levels that we haven't seen before. You have networks canceling shows like Cops and Live PD because they don't want the public to know what the police are really doing with uh, out there. And they're, they're doing a great job uh, every day keeping the community safe. Um, you know, I, listen, we're we're seeing children's shows that highlight police in a favorable way discontinued. Uh, Nickelodeon canceled Paw Patrol, which depicts uh, police in a positive light. Just uh, saw that. That's I unbelievable. I hadn't even heard that yet. Oh, yeah. We, we are, yeah, that's unfair. That's, that's so unfair. We're huge Paw Patrol fans in our house. In fact, I'm – so my, my three-year-old son, every show we watch – Every everybody in the house has to be assigned a character. Like so, if we're watching Paw Patrol, <laughs> you know he's one person. I'm the and when we watch Paw Patrol, I'm Chase. I'm the police, and he and my three year old son is is Marshall, the uh, firefighter. I hadn't heard that it had gotten to the. That is an goes, insane level. That yeah, it's that's now not fair for children. Paw Patrol, but it goes further. You know, Legos is not promoting uh, any of the Legos in the public safety. Uh, uh, spectrum, so law enforcement, fire, EMS. So wow. again, my prediction is by fall, um, you know, you're not going to be able to find a costume for your children uh, that will depict uh, any of the, you know, police or firefighters, but definitely police. And uh, so I think, wow. I think we're in some real trouble when uh, we uh, consistently share this narrative that all police are bad. So, that- Sheriff, I don't mean to, I don't mean to rush in. We'll have plenty of time to talk on the podcast exclusive, but we only got a, a couple minutes left on the show here. There is one question that I wanted to make sure we asked here on the air, um, and that is, in my opinion, every group of people has bad apples. You, there's going to be a small percentage of bad people in every group. The, the military, uh, police, Plumbers, radio broadcasters, right, like every, yeah, you. everywhere. <laughs> and, and doing our best to weed those people out and remove them from the system so they cannot create problems is a, an effort that I can get behind. Uh, real quick, and again, I... I recommend everybody listen to the podcast exclusive. We'll get into these discussions more. But are there any um, reform efforts, uh, steps that you would that you would support or could see being uh, positive for the law enforcement industry? Undoubtedly, I think uh, we're asking law enforcement uh, to do too much. I think there's um, ideas that I could get behind, particularly if you're talking about uh, pushing off some of the mental health uh, issues that law enforcement deals with. 
Um, I think there's homeless issues that law enforcement deals with, and other people are better equipped uh, and trained to handle some of those things. So undoubtedly, uh, I would be uh, willing to be part of the conversation of some of those reform things. Um, I don't subscribe to the fact that uh, uh, police use force at disproportionate levels among minorities because the data doesn't support it. Um, I'm an analytical thinker in many ways. I don't respond emotionally. But I think uh, we need to look at data when we talk about police reform and what's really going on. And somebody at some point is going to have to speak about those numbers and what it really says about crime and how the police handle it. So I'm willing to uh, always talk about police reform. I think it's important for us to always improve and have honest introspection about what it is that we're doing and can we do things better. And and so, uh, of course, I think law enforcement can always improve and it should improve. And I think we should hold officers accountable when they violate policy, when they violate trust, when they violate violate uh, constitutional standards of protections uh, for individuals. So uh, that comes to a larger discussion of leadership yeah. and holding people accountable. That is Sheriff Dave Marshak from Jefferson County. We're going to continue this discussion in the podcast exclusive. Make sure you download that every Monday on the radio.com app or anywhere else that you get podcasts. Uh, We're going to continue this discussion there. Sheriff, always great uh, to talk with you. Thank you so much for your time today. And again, yeah, make sure you're downloading both podcasts of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. We release them on Fridays and Mondays. That is going to do it for this week's show. Yeah, and Sharon, please do. Uh, For producer Chad Ellis and my partner Bo Matthews, I'm Tony Colombo. Thank you for listening to another edition of Second Amendment Radio and The Great Outdoors. See you, boys. This has been Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors, sponsored by Intervine. Get the best camping lanterns, flashlights, and more at Intervine.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.